of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Shall we pray? Father, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Even as we yield the rest of the service to you in the name of Jesus, we ask, Lord, that your name be glorified. And we ask that let your people be blessed. Let there be deliverance on Mount Zion. Let the covenant children of God possess their possessions. Thank you for your holiness, Lord. We say the glory is yours now and always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to take my scripture from the gospel according to St. Mark in chapter 10. I read from verse 46. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. <laughs> and throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received the sight and followed Jesus on the road. Praise the Lord. I just want to quickly remind you is our month of God's enduring mercy. So I want to rest a little bit on the mercy of God in this sermon. Like we have read, he was coming out of Jericho and there was a great multitude. I mean, Jesus was coming out of Jericho and a great multitude was there. Praise the Lord. And they followed him. But at that time, the blind Bartimaeus was sitting by the side of the road. Glory be to God. Blind Bartimaeus. Even his name <laughs> tells a lot. You know, isn't it amazing that people call you by your defects? They call you by your handicaps. I mean, it's just natural. They call you by your failures. People describe you by what you're suffering. That's just the way the world is. And so he sat there. Well, I've been okay to say Bartimaeus sat there, no? Blind Bartimaeus. He was blind, okay? And we are told that he was always kept there every day to beg for arms. That was the only way he could get sustained. Then the multitude was coming. So 
on that occasion, a multitude was passing his way. Glory be to God in the highest. You see, the multitude would be useless if Jesus wasn't there. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why today I'm excited because I know something definite is coming your way in the name of Jesus. I mean, of what use is the multitude if Jesus is not there? Usually a mob doesn't work anything good for anybody. So it takes organization, order for blessings to flow. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And so sensing the motive was passing by, he made inquiries. The Bible says when he learned that it was Jesus of Nazareth passing by, Jesus of Nazareth passing by, he recognized immediately that, oh, that just does not happen. This is my opportunity. The moment he recognized that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he knew that it could be nobody else than the son of David. The covenant contact of God with the universe. He cried out, the Bible said. He cried out. I'm coming back to deal with this. He cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Hey, the multitude was passing by. He had no privilege of doing that. He could not see. But recognizing who was passing by, he took advantage and shouted out, now, you probably may be handicapped in many areas. There will be an area where you are not handicapped. What are you doing with it? So recognizing that a multitude was passing his way, he took advantage. He cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, the same Jesus of Nazareth is the Jesus, son of David. But why son of David? He called him by his covenant title. He could have just said, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. He probably would have worked the same thing. But he called him. <laughs> he called him by the original name. He called him by his covenant title. Knowing fully well that, hey, this is God amongst us. What do you do with that? He said, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. At that point, the multitude shouted him down. But nobody will keep him quiet. He shouted the more, the Bible said. Could he have known something? Oh, yes, he did. He knew that God would keep his covenant. Hallelujah. He knew that if he would ever see again in his life, this was one opportunity. So he shouted out. He knew that the multitude would not help him. He knew that who shouting him down had nothing to offer. So he kept on shouting to get to the ears of him who could help him. And how was he connected? Have mercy on me. Can I talk just a little bit on this mercy? Because that's what we're talking about today. Glory be to God in the highest. Glibly we say that, hey, mercy of God, that's when we don't get what we deserve. Somebody said grace is when we get what we don't deserve. You know, you're not qualified for it, but God qualified you and then, of course, gave it to you. And that's what we call grace, as it were. And then we say mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. In other words, you have erred, you have failed, you are qualified for disqualification. But instead, the prize 
is paid or was paid by somebody else to qualify you. So mercy is getting what you don't deserve. Praise God. Hallelujah. But somebody has defined it this way. He said, mercy of God is the goodness of God confronting human suffering and guilt. Goodness of God confronting human suffering and guilt. In other words, you don't see mercy except when there's human deficiencies. You don't see mercy except where there's human failure. You don't see mercy except where you see where man's inability. The mercy of God will only appear where man cannot do it. And that was what he recognized. Did you hear? He was born blind. So if anybody could help him, his father should have helped him. His mother should have helped him. His uncles, his aunties, uh, his siblings, uh, his community. The synagogue should have helped him. But here he was, a grown-up man from birth, still blinded and could not see. Then he heard Jesus was coming. So he knew, he was like, no, 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 this is the creator. This is the Messiah. This is God walking amongst men. So he shouted for mercy. And in spite of the fact that he was shouted out, the Bible said that he kept on shouting. And Jesus stood still. In spite of what he was thinking, the Bible said his eyes were turned towards Jerusalem because his time of crucifixion was pretty close. But in spite of that, he stopped. And of course, when Jesus stopped, the procession will stop. When Jesus stopped, the crowd will stop. When Jesus stopped, everything created around him will stop. Something got Jesus to stop the cry of mercy. Hallelujah. I believe that somebody is here to cry mercy tonight. And I'm confident in Jesus' name that you will testify. I say in the name of Jesus, you will testify. Amen. It wasn't any of them that was walking or running or falling in the crowd. It was nobody else but the one that needed the mercy of God. The one that knew that he lacked everything that he required to be who should be. He shouted out, connected with the mercy of God. Now, you see, the mercy of God is so interesting. Apart from the thing we have seen, I looked at mercy. From what I've been reading, from what I've been studying, from what I've been seeing in the scriptures, from the testimonies I've been hearing over the years, I think it's the whole of God for the whole of man. If you really want God, cry out for his mercy. If you really want God, understand him through his mercy. If you want to get him to move, activate the move of God by his mercy. Bartimaeus demonstrated something for us. The whole world probably could be moving with Jesus. The only one recognized that it takes mercy to get God. It takes appealing to his mercy to get him moving. The mercy of God will not fail anybody. The saints of old knew very well. You know what? David would say, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his mercies endures forever. It's enough topic to dance over. Here David again said, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. If that's all I have, if that's all I remember, if that's all I can say, it's enough. It will sustain me. It will keep me. It's adequate for me. Mercy. Mercy. Psalm 136. 26 times. We say, oh, for the Lord is good. For his mercy endures forever. And he will say certain things. And I looked at it. 
segmentize the whole of Psalm 136. The whole of creation was as the result of the mercy of God. Then any kind and all sorts of deliverances that man would have experienced, mercies of God. And whatever it is that is personally biting you or holding you today, I want to assure you again, again, through the ending of that scripture, it said the mercy of God will set you free. Whatever you are going through. The sense of all recognize it. I'm reminded of Moses in the book of Exodus in chapter 33, verse 18. It's a continuing dialogue between Moses and God. But at this point, Moses said, please show me your glory. That's right. Show me your glory. Now, watch God's response. Then he said, I will make all my goodness. <laughs> Remember, it is the goodness of God confronting human suffering and guilt. So, in some areas of the scriptures, you see mercy and goodness are used interchangeably. Hear what God said in responding to show me your glory. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. Watch this. I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will have compassion. Again, that's mercy. On whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. For no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me. And you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be. Why my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face you shall not see. So what was the response to show me your glory? I will make all my goodness pass before you. I will have compassion. I will have mercy. That was his response to his glory. And that's why, honest, the mercy of God is all that God is vis-a-vis -vis man. If any man says, I know God, what he's saying is that I'm a beneficiary of the mercies of God. I feel the fire. Very known to us is Lamentation chapter 3 from verse 22. It says it's through the mercies of God that we are not consumed. You talk of deliverance. You talk of protection. You talk of supplies. The mercy of God. Let me put it this way. The mercy of God is the basis of all of God's action on earth. Now you can begin to appreciate what Bartimaeus knew. What by the spirit of God he knew at that instant. And why he cried out. It was like a bursting forth from inside. I said, Woo! Have mercy on me. Mercy is the word. Glory be to God in the highest. And honest, that's all that God is. He is merciful. Glory be to God in the highest. We have already the Bible that He is the most merciful beyond Him. You can't see anything. You can't define mercy higher than that. Psalm 86, verse 15 says. But you, O oh God, are full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy and truth. Wonderful. But see what the psalmist now says in verse 16, following that. He says, Oh, turn 
unto me and have mercy on me. Hallelujah. When you recognize the mercy of God, you will crave for it. When you recognize the mercy of God, your inadequacies will stare you in the face, not to mock you, but in readiness to be healed. The mercy of God. So now you can fully appreciate what Bartimaeus did that day. Glory be to God. He shouted the more. Hallelujah. And I'm saying right here, right now, under the sound of my voice, somebody has been crying. But not so much for mercy. But you've been crying under the weight of the problem. You've been crying because you're overwhelmed with issues. But that's not the right way to cry. I would rather you now lift up your voice and cry out for mercy in the name of Jesus. This is not the time to cry unnecessarily. I mean, reach out for the mercy of God. This is not the time for self pity. No, 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 no. This is not the time to begin to think, nobody is helping me. I tried. No, 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 no. He didn't turn to anybody in the crowd. Come on. If he even turned to any of the disciples, <laughs> the moment he hid it, with Jesus of life, he said, Son of David, Jesus, have mercy on me. Will you direct your prayers to him this night? Will you cry out to him and let this November be a different November for you in Jesus' name? The rest of this year be a different end of year for you in Jesus' name? I mean, regardless of what the environment may be saying, regardless of what we may be experienced in the nation or in the world, you can stand out. But he may have stood out in the crowd. Why? He recognized Jesus. He recognized the mercy of God. Can I talk a little bit about this Jesus? We know him as the second person of the Godhead. That's right. We know him as the Savior of mankind. That's right. But vis-a-vis the mercy of God, who do you think he was? And who do you think he is? I think he is mercy personified. Yes, you heard me well. He is mercy personified. <laughs> oh, glory be to God in the highest. Until New Testament, of oh, the mercy of God and things will happen. But in New Testament, he walked bodily in the midst of them. No wonder the Bible says everywhere he went, he was doing good. Uh-huh. Healing all were oppressed of the devil. Yes, you heard me well. Every human inadequacy, every human fear, every human guilt, Jesus, the face of God's mercy, neutralized them, vanquished them, delivered man. Hallelujah. Somebody said the greatest act of mercy was the cross. The greatest act of mercy. When he will you know sin, died for sinners so that we will become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How did the story of Bartimaeus end? How did he end? Jesus stopped. Heaven stopped. The earth stopped. Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> and all attention turned to Bartimaeus. I assure you today in the name of Jesus with this understanding, with this revelation and with your heart connection crying for the mercy of God, the whole of heaven is focusing on you right now. Everything created is turning and looking at you because now you are heaven's focus. Really? That's what it means. And by the time it came, no other person was seeing anything. Everybody wanted to see how that would conclude. What would become of the drama they were watching. 
And guess what? Jesus addressed him. Bartimaeus. Not the crowd. Not disciples. The blind Bartimaeus. Jesus addressed Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do? The crowd of mercy is never just general. It's only specific for something. Have mercy on me, O Lord. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. And he too was precise. That I might receive my sight. Really? Yeah. Guess how Jesus answered him? Your faith has made... Oh my goodness. Your faith has made you well. Okay. And the Bible said immediately he received the sign. Now, can we go back now to define faith? So what is faith? Faith is knowing that the merciful God will never withhold his mercy from you. Faith is then knowing that now that I know that, I will go for it. Faith is knowing that no situation is too difficult for the mercy of God to handle. Your faith has made you well. What did he do? Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Your faith has made you well. Glory be to God in the highest. Because he's a covenant-keeping God. And through his mercy, he does everything he does. Remember even your salvation, my salvation. Ephesians 2, 4. But God, who is rich in mercy. Malabaka suraba shata barababa. That was 3.5. It said, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy. That's right. According to his mercy, he saved us. Through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> when his mercy comes in, the Holy Ghost springs to action. First Peter 1.3. The blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy, did you hear that? Abund has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Did you hear that? So everything he does, even our salvation, is by his mercy. And you may be wondering, how come the others didn't take advantage? How come they were even shouting down? They probably, oh, Jesus is too busy now. Oh, Jesus is too focused on something. Oh, Jesus is... There are too many people to consider. I mean, their reasons could be a thousand and one. But what they fail to realize, which I believe but we must realize is this. His mercies are new every morning. His mercies are such that I said, ah, ah, my mercy, I will never take away from you. His mercy are such that David is supposed to say, his mercy follows me all the days of my life. So why don't you activate it? Hallelujah. His mercies don't have specific times. They can be activated anytime by faith. He got what he wanted that day. As a matter of fact, in closing, if we look at the Matthew account of the same story, in Matthew chapter 20, and behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out saying, have mercy on us. That's it. O Lord, son of David. Then the multitude warned them. <laughs> That they should be quiet. But they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? 
They said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. Now watch this, verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them. Ha ha. One version said, so Jesus had mercy on them. Hallelujah. So when you cry out for mercy, his mercy will reach you. His mercy will touch you. His mercy will work for you. He had compassion on them and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. When I read this is to show you that, yes, in the book of Mark, Jesus said, Your faith has made you well. But here we have the added information that he had compassion on them. So, what does faith do? Faith opens the door for God's compassion. And God's compassion makes whole. God's compassion makes well. God's compassion gives life. God's compassion gives favor. God's compassion promotes. God's compassion bring down the glory of the Lord over your life and situation. So I don't know what it is today that you brought to this platform. The Bible says the anointing will destroy the yoke. Hallelujah. 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 The anointing will destroy the yoke. And Jesus is passing by today. Jesus is passing by. Or what do you call this that we're doing? Jesus is passing by. And much more than Bartimaeus is here. I mean you. Whatever the devil is using to oppress or afflict you. Today, I call it stop in the name of Jesus. But I want you to open your mouth. Touch him. Open your mouth and touch him with your petition. Touch him like Bartimaeus did. Reach out for his mercy. His rich mercy. His mercies can never be exhausted. They are new every morning. His faithfulness defines his mercy. If everything other thing about him seem quiet, his mercy will never be quiet. His mercy will work for you. His mercy will deliver you. Come on, open your mouth. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Are you seeking your body? Open your mouth. Say, have mercy on me. That blindness will disappear. That hypertension will disappear. That sugar diabetes will become normal. I mean, let the mercy of the Lord touch you today in the name of Jesus. His mercies are new every day. His mercies are new every day. Oh, yes, they are new. His mercies guarantees our supplies. Glory be to God in the highest. So, is he a lack in any area of your life? The Bible said he had compassion on them when they followed him to the desert. Multitudes, over 5,000 men. He had compassion. He healed their sick. Hallelujah. Whatever is the nature of your sickness, I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The mercy of God is at work. And then he didn't just stop there. He said, give them to eat. He told his disciples. When they called a little boy's meal, he gave thanks to God and offered it. And their supplies were met. What do you lack? What do you lack? Don't be bashful. Don't hold back anything. Let nothing or no one intimidate you like Bartimaeus. Open your mouth and declare in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I command in the name of Jesus that every area of lack in your life will be supplied in Jesus' name. He said he's able to make his grace abound towards us. That in all things you may have all sufficiency in every good work. So I decree in the name of Jesus. I say let your lack be overturned in Jesus name. Let your cruise of oil never run dry in Jesus name. Let your barrel of flowers never be emptied in Jesus name. There is power in the word of God. There is power in his covenant. He said my covenant I will not break. 
I will not allow the words that I've uttered go unfulfilled. I'm rejoicing with you right now. Before you go, I want you to do something. You see that bottle of oil that you are holding in your hand because of anointing service? I am one strong believer in the anointing of the Holy Spirit because it's one way you create a point of contact for his mercy to deposit on you. Hallelujah. For his power to come on you. So, touch that oil and I sanctify it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, even as we anoint with this oil, Father, we know that it's beyond the oil. We are using a point of contact for your blessed and powerful Holy Spirit. Let the Spirit of God break through for them in their bodies, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, in their relationships, in the name of Jesus, uh, in the lives of their children, in the name of Jesus, uh, in your supplies, in the name of Jesus, in your work with the Master. I say, let the power of the Holy Ghost breakthrough for you in the name of Jesus. In any area of your life where you are feeling overwhelmed right now, I decree, I decree victory of the Lord in the name of Jesus. You will return to testify that the Lord is good in the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.